Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. I came in a little early. Just a little bit early. I was ex- so excited for the show. Yeah, you're ready. You're pumped. I'm pumped. It's Thursday, July 11th. Oh, time's flying. Time's flying when you're uh, winning fantasy championships. Yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do Literally it. every show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Morgan Colby. Rick Lemon is the cocky, arrogant champion over there. Oh, well, what was the last thing you said? <laughs> Nothing. I didn't say anything. Oh, okay. What's up? Uh... Today, we're going to talk about forgotten quarterbacks in our second-to-last episode uh, in the Forgotten series. Uh, we have, an, uh, we have a, a question to start the show, but before we get into that, uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at the FF Champs on Twitter, at the Fantasy Champions on Instagram. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Fantasy Champions. Uh, subscribe wherever you listen, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube. Click the bell for notifications on YouTube. Leave a review. I told you last week, you've made it this far into this program, a minute and a half, and, and you're hearing me talk about leaving a review. I would just suggest stopping the podcast, just pausing it right now. Continue listening in a second. Oh Pause the podcast. Go leave a review. Nice, nice glowing review of our podcast amazing man this podcast would have been so much better if you didn't tell me to pause it in the middle of it and write a review man this stinks one star (laughs) one star he gives us uh leave a review i know you're listening i know you want to leave a review you probably don't it's it's really annoying but it will help us out yeah it will help us much appreciated Uh, and share this podcast with your friends i'll throw that in there so let's get to the icebreaker question to start the show what's the ideal round hmm you take a quarterback, boss. Well, if it's Patrick Mahomes, it's round one. But if it's... <laughs> I'm sorry. Breaking news. Ricky likes Patrick Mahomes. That's the breaking news for us today. <laughs> Sources tell me that Ricky's got a chubby for Patty. Now, all right. You and 90% of the country. That's true. I'm not the only one. I was, at a time, one of the only few... And yeah, then all true. of a sudden, everybody likes to hop I on the bandwagon. You so hard guess what? Drafting you did. You I roasted did. the crap <laughs> It's funny. I remember when I drafted them too. You're like, you're this like, is like Patrick I've never Holmes. I've never. Dude, you're like, what are you doing? That's such a mistake. I've never. Like I've never seen. I've never seen somebody die. Oh, actually, I have Max Kellerman saying Tom Brady's in uh, decline. I've never seen somebody uh, d- uh, like stand by their take as much as you have. Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah, like, but here's the thing, it worked. Yeah. Well it worked, but I'm saying like you've never stood by a right take so much in your life. <laughs> You're like every single every single yeah, time you see every time you see every time you see me, you wink at me and say, I drafted Patrick Williams. It, it's only it's only because of the <laughs> flack I took. If you guys didn't roast me, it wasn't only you. Like it was the whole room. The whole room like started laughing when I took Mahomes. Yeah. And- so I have to throw it back for the rest of eternity. I you know you, if, I hope you feel good about it. If you that. if you took like just a if you took the most about the Kyler Murray in the right. fifth round and everybody laughs at you and he wins MVP, you Dude, know what I mean? I was, I'm so on board with that take right there. Oh, Kyler Murray. <laughs> I love Kyler Murray. Yeah, not in the fifth round. Yeah, not in the fifth round. Anyway, ideal round. Speaking of the <laughs> what round, fifth round is not it either. For me, I want to get my team set. I'm not the type of guy that, you know, streams quarterbacks, <clears throat> you, or. <laughs> Your eyes just lit up when I said that. Or like, I'll take, I'll fall on that sword. I don't like to take quarterbacks really early either, um, unless someone is like falling to me. Mm-hmm. That'd be the only way I'm taking a quarterback early. So the ideal spot for me is round ten. I think around the tenth round for me is where you want to start really looking for your quarterback. At this point, you already have your two receivers, your two running backs. You already got a flex. You already have your benches pretty much. Your core bench is already set up. Your top few guys. Now it's time to look at quarterbacks. And you're probably thinking, well, the 10th round's kind of late to start looking at guys being like legitimate threats. But if you look at the guys that are there, there's still a, a lot of good quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, uh, Jared Goff, right, Jameis Winston. Like, There's a lot of guys that can be top seven-ish QBs in right. fantasy. So 10th round is for me. How'd, what about you? 
So, I don't know. <laughs> Two months ago, it was the 10th round, but I've been shifting You're a like, little bit. So, what, where's the ideal spot for you? I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm so, you can sit here. You can, say, you, can <laughs> no. well, but you can say, like... Lately, I just have been not wanting to make a take, so that's... No. <laughs> I, You know, man, I'm, a pro, I'm protesting drafting quarterbacks. That's my take. I'm not even going to draft a quarterback. No. Uh, so, I, I mean, agree with a, you. Like, a month ago, you were saying... I look at though. my draft, and I say... <laughs> Five guys, my first five picks need to be the structure of my team. My next five picks need to be uh, value guys that could possibly break out. And then after you get to that point, so what is that, 10 rounds, when you hit round 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15, those five rounds, Mm -hmm. that's when you can start, to me, considering a quarterback. My ideal round right now is the 12th. Okay. About a week ago. Kyler Murray was going in the twelfth, and I wanted to draft him. But yeah, well, things change yeah, fast, yeah, don't they? Yeah, a lot of people just jumped in, decided to draft Kyler Murray first so overall. Can, so twelfth round's pretty around. good, though. You can still get like Josh yeah. Allen. Or... So that's kind of where I'm at. Is that if I'm going with the streaming quarterback strategy or um, something like that, I can get a good quarterback. There are times I I we're going to talk about this guy today, Cam Newton. I am in love with Cam Newton this year. Yeah, I think he's a, he's a huge player that could break out this year and have another really good season. And what round is he going in? Tenth. Uh, yeah. So my and, round in some in some sleeper drafts he's going in the twelfth. So yeah, I think there's there is a reality there for me that you can get a very good quarterback. And I, I think the other thing is too. This is this is why you you make fun of me streaming quarterbacks, but this is why I stream quarterbacks because. You stick with one quarterback all year, and you you are liable to have that. Like last year, I had Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck went on that stretch of 25, 26, 27, 25, 26. Like it's eight straight weeks of 20-plus points, 25-plus points per game. Which is insane. Which is crazy. But then week 14 and 15, he put up some burgers. He put up a one, uh, like a five fantasy point some game and a 10. Some burnt burgers. Yeah, some burnt burgers, five and 10. And it's like you had Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes had a great year last year, but there were one or two weeks where you had, you know, he 12. Didn't have, he didn't have the best week. Right. <laughs> he had 15 fantasy points one week and then 12 yes, another. Yeah. He didn't completely bust where he didn't get you 10, like Carson Wentz did many times for me last year. <laughs> um, but he did get you some, you know, like some points, but he still had two bust games. No matter what quarterback you get, they're going to have games where they're not going to get 20 points. Yeah. The reason why I stream quarterbacks is that it's so easy. Like streaming tight ends is extremely hard. It's one of the hardest things you can do in fantasy. Trying it, to figure out very hard, what yes. tight end is gonna do well. Like I, I've been on the streaming tight ends train for so many years, and now I'm like, the second I start the season, I'm going after a high end tight end <laughs> in trades because I can't deal with streaming tight ends. It drives me crazy. Quarterbacks, on the other hand, are extremely easy to stream. Um, you can almost every week, like one week, I had the, the conversation with myself where I was like, should I draft Andrew Luck? I mean, should I use Andrew Luck this week or should I use um, Jameis Winston? Jameis Winston that week had 22, uh, no, 24 fantasy points. Andrew Luck had 23 fantasy points. I started Andrew Luck. I don't regret starting Andrew Luck because it was one fantasy point yeah. difference, but... It just goes to show you, I sat there for two hours thinking about this stupid decision, and it ultimately didn't matter. If you have a good matchup for a player, they're at home, and you can stream the quarterback, then you can stream the quarterback. Typically, yeah. More often than not, you're going to just about every week, like you had Patrick Mahomes all last year. Patrick Mahomes basically didn't bust. If you stream quarterbacks and you do it properly, do your research, figure it out. It is it is about a seventy five to eighty percent chance that your quarterback succeeds that particular week, um, and I to me I think if you're getting what Patrick Mahomes did almost every you might not get a thirty five point game out of your streaming quarterback right but if you, you use those plus. picks if you use those picks that you didn't take a quarterback early to develop your team enough you're not going to need thirty five points from your quarterback That's teams true. that need thirty five points from their quarterback are teams that are losing games. So for me, develop your team, focus on the main positions, get your guys, and then get your quarterback. Uh, for me, it's 12th, 13th round. I think I can still get a guy that might break out in those weeks. But 
you know, you never know. That's why I stream quarterbacks, though. It's it's yeah. a it's a valuable strategy. I think I think it's the easiest strategy to or streaming quarterbacks is like the easiest stream of all time, besides kickers and defenses. Even kickers and defenses might yeah, be a little bit harder. <laughs> Like if it, it is, if you get quarterbacks is not too hard if you know what you're doing. Yeah. So it's just, it takes a little bit of time and research. And uh, if there's anything I've noticed from fantasy football experts, the one thing they do get right is quarterbacks and streaming. them. <laughs> so uh, I'm taking my quarterback late. Um, unless something astronomical happens where Patrick Mahomes is supposed to go in the third round and he falls to the seventh or eighth round. And that's I'm like, not gonna yeah, happen that's not going to happen. But like I said, astronomical, <laughs> like right. freak thing. Aaron Rodgers, maybe. Yeah, like the entire league just, just decides Watson, not to draft yeah. a quarterback. And, and like right. that's the situation where we I would We did like an one. ESPN draft, I think. Yeah. That was like a joke. And wasn't Deshaun Watson going in like the eighth or ninth round? Like in a situation like that, you're taking mm-hmm. him in the eighth round, I think. Right, yeah. No, I would definitely take him. Like there are certain guys that I would take. Like Cam Newton. If he's there in the 10th, 11th round, and, you know, he's probably going to come off the board in the next couple picks, I'll take Cam Newton. Like, it's not the end of the world. Like, the difference between Cam freaking Newton and a 10th round running back or not very... Right, the, the not, odds of you hitting the, on the yeah. tenth round, running like back odds of odds not. of hitting on Cam Newton, odds of hitting on a running back. You know what I mean? So, twelfth round usually where I'm looking. Uh, that's if Cam Newton comes off the board a little earlier than I anticipated. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Yep. Let's move into forgotten quarterbacks from 2018 or 2017 or maybe before that. If we're gonna use some hot hot takes, but uh, let's get started. With number one, Carson Wentz. Oh, my guy. You die on that hill. I've been on this train was, for a month. I was on that hill dying, and then I traded him, and then... And, and then, now uh, I'm hopping on it. Yeah, now you're hopping on the hill. Uh, I do like Carson Wentz. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a very good quarterback. He has a lot of things going for him right now. He has a good offensive line. Check. He has a good offense. Check. He has a lot of good wide receivers. Check. He has the second best tight end in football. Check. Uh, he is talented. Check. Check. Um, he's he's a mobile quarterback. He doesn't run like out of yeah. you know, like he can get out of the pocket and make a pass. Is essentially what I mean. Uh, that's what tore his ACL a couple of years ago. Um, he's 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 liable to get a couple of rushing touchdowns every year. Yeah. But he's you can't really rely on the rushing part of his game. Carson Wentz has had the ability to be a high end quarterback one, and he showed it in his MVP season two years ago. I think people have completely ever since the ACL injury they completely forgot about Carson Wentz. They tried to name drop the forgotten part of our name. <laughs> but Carson Wentz has been completely forgotten about to the point where what round is he going in? 10th. 10th round. So it's like last year I took the leap because I love him so much that what, I drafted him round? in the 5th or 6th round. Yep. I think it was 5th. Um and I'm not on board with that anymore. I'm definitely not going to do that. But I, I, you know, I've said that. I think I've talked about this before on the pod. Carson Wentz is the guy I drafted um, over a man named Joe Mixon, and so I made that mistake. Yikes! Uh, that's why I don't draft quarterbacks early anymore. But Carson Wentz in the tenth, eleventh, or twelfth round is absolutely fantastic. It is a great pick. A lot of people are ranking him a, a little bit further back. The only one, only the only like platform that I've seen rank Carson Wentz as high as us is the fantasy footballers. Um, so I would say Carson Wentz is definitely a good candidate to break yeah. out next year and have get back to that level. You look at Tom Brady. He was, came off the best season of his entire career uh, in 20... No, in... Uh, 07? 07, yeah. I was going to say 2017. That is <laughs> not right. In 2007, he came off the best season of his entire career. Right. And uh, tore his ACL in game one. And the following season after that, he was not the same guy. But the hype was there. Though. The hype was there. Yeah. Uh, people drafted him, you know, like they always back do. Back in the fantasy yeah. football when it, was still- it took him two years or so to get back into the groove. And that's where Carson Wentz is now. Right. Yeah. So he's the starting quarterback. They said, we believe in you by letting Nick Foles go. Um, and they surrounded him with talent. They surrounded him with Sean talent. Jackson. Like, this is it like for me they forgot people have forgotten about him they're still forgetting about him and now's your time to swoop in and snag a possible top five quarterback yeah i mean when i i said the round i want to draft quarterbacks is round 10 when i'm sitting there in round 10 the guy i'm targeting in every draft so far has been carson Wentz. we've done two mock drafts both mock drafts on this show i took carson Wentz. i've been on the carson Wentz train for a while now 
Um, people are definitely sleeping on him and forgetting how good he really was his, yeah. the year he probably was going to win MVP. Um, he was extremely, extremely good that year. And I'm not saying he's going to be that good this year because I don't know if he – I don't think he will be. I was tempted Come to say on. yes, but yeah, I know. Jump on the but train, bro. He's going in what the tenth, eleventh round for a guy who I think is probably going to be a yeah. top six quarterback, right. top five quarterback, right. fantasy wise. Like that's that's a major major pickup. He, they surrounded him with, as I said, Deshaun Jackson. Their running game looks better this year. Their offensive line looks better this year. People people are sleeping on Carson Wentz. Yeah. Um, he was weeks 1 through 14 in 2017 before his ACL injury. The number two quarterback in fantasy football. Yeah. Um, that means he didn't play for four weeks. Had he played those four weeks, he's almost a lock to be. He was a good 42 points ahead of oh, really? the number five guy who was Cam Newton. Um, and he was ahead of Alex Smith, who was the number three guy by about 20 fantasy points. So there's a good chance that Carson Wentz most likely would have finished the season as a second, maybe even if he went off in the last four games as the number one quarterback in fantasy in 2017. It was his MVP season. Like, yeah, you know, the guy was playing extremely well. I'm not saying he's going to be that either. Right. No, no. But, but I mean, I think I think he has the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think in, oh, in for sure. if you're in the 10th or 11th round. See, this is my thing is if you're drafting a quarterback in the 10th or 11th round, they're either going to be like, you know, if I draft Josh Allen in the 12th round, right? He's either going to be a breakout candidate or he's going to completely collapse and end up on my waiver wire. Yeah. And that's like but what is the diff like the guy who you draft in the 12th round, regardless of what position it is, most likely it's going to end up as a guy that's going to hit the waiver wire. You know yeah. what I mean? And so like, why not? A lot of people are like, oh, that's not true. You'll get the 12th round. You can get some good guys. You, you can. Tell me Tell me four weeks in the season what 80% of people are doing with their 12th round pick. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's one guy every year that hits the 12th round, and that's about it. So for me, you get Carson Wentz. He's good. You got to get, you You know, he's a top five quarterback. Then you got a great guy. If he's five to 10, you still got a QB one, a guy that you could probably, you know, keep on your bench stream from week to week whenever yeah. he's got a good matchup. And then if he's 10 to 20, you probably just drop him or right. trade him or something like that. Um, but I think he's definitely those that those 14 weeks where he was the number two quarterback in 2017. That's what Carson Wentz is. Um, and I don't think he's very far from being that. I think last year he was just. He was out for the first couple games of the season. He had to miss the last couple games of the season. He spent half the season with a back injury. They traded for Golden Tate, which ruined their entire offense. Like you hate Golden yeah, Tate, man. I don't like Golden Tate at all. He's in uh, he's in New York now. Have fun. <laughs> uh, but I I really do like Carson Wentz. I think he you know I don't like him as much as you this year yeah. specifically. Um, but if he's there in the tenth, eleventh, twelfth round, he's another guy that I'm looking at and going, yeah, I want to draft him. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Cam Newton, who's our number two guy. Cam Newton is ahead of a Carson Wentz on my all of my ranking. I have him ranked in. Uh oh, this is this might be. Uh, this is a little bit. Get, get your oven mitts out, boys uh, and girls. <laughs> He's like and girls. <laughs> Cam Newton is my number five quarterback for 2019. Ooh, that's. I have him in my tier two of quarterbacks. That's a. Um, Yes, it's pretty spicy. It's, I don't. I don't think it's as spicy as I thought yeah. you were gonna go, but it's still pretty hot. <laughs> like that's. God. It's like it's. It's like the oven was at like so three fifty, not four fifty. Let me just give you. I. I, I kind of wanna. I'll go back to the twenty fifteen. We'll. We'll just go back to twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. A long time ago now. Cam Newton. Yeah, Cam Newton was the number one quarterback in fantasy with three hundred eighty nine fantasy points. In twenty sixteen, he was. Good God, where are you, Cam? Uh-oh. I can't find him. <laughs> he might have been hurt that year. Yeah, hold on. I'm looking, I'm looking. He might have been hurt. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, no, QB 17, 254 fantasy points. 2017, he finished as the number two quarterback in fantasy football in 2017. Ooh. 2018, he finished number 12. Okay. 2019, he finished as the number two quarterback in fantasy football. <laughs> that is my prediction. I uh. love Cam Newton. Just saying he's an up and down. I'm saying that he's just like Matt Ryan and he's on the up year. 
Cam Newton, it, he doesn't. I, I I referenced this earlier in the show. He does not throw for four thousand plus yards a season. No, he does not. He can throw thirty touchdowns and three thousand five hundred ninety yards. <laughs> That's possible. He doesn't throw a lot of yards. What he does do is make up for it with 700 rushing yards a year that's, and like five yeah. rushing touchdowns. So that's what makes Cam Newton so efficient as a quarterback. Usually he is like Deshaun Watson finishing in the top five. Um, last year he did not finish in the top 10 because of a shoulder injury. Um, he played, I think it was 16 games, 15 games maybe. Um, and he was relatively. He was like efficient. even less actually. I think it was like fourteen. Yeah, uh, but in twenty eighteen, uh, let me just pull up the numbers for you, because I it, I found this really interesting when I looked at uh, Cam Newton's stats the other day, because I I rel- I scout the guys I like on oh, a regular yeah. basis. I bet you look at Cam Newton's stats every day. I, I get sweaty every single time. <laughs> There was this one guy in our league that was like dying by the Cam Newton suck sword. Oh yeah, and I was like, dude, you need to relax. <laughs> um, it was driving me crazy. Yeah, so two heads butting from weeks one all the way to week twelve. Cam Newton finished as the number four quarterback in fantasy Last football season? this year. This season, oh, weeks thirteen to fifteen after yeah. Uh, he had to grease up the old shoulder, you know. Right. The dump offs to, to Christian McCaffrey weren't really working anymore, <laughs> so he had to he had to grease up the shoulder and throw twenty feet at like twenty miles per hour, which blows. But uh, he had a shoulder injury, and that stopped him from producing um, at a high level. He had over the course of the I'm just going to go through those twelve weeks. Week one, 18 fantasy points. Week two, 28 fantasy points. Week three, 29. 18 points the week after. 22, 23, 27, 21. Then he, week 10, he had a bad game against Pittsburgh. 14 fantasy points. And then he had 24 and 22. So he busted That's a very good. once over the course of those 12 weeks. And then weeks 13, 14, and 15, he had 15, 10, and 4. So that was after his shoulder injury. That was after he started trying to play through that. Um that game against Tampa wouldn't have been as bad as it was, but he threw four picks. <laughs> yeah. 300 yards, two touchdowns of week 13, four interceptions. That's god-awful. Um, that is. That's very bad. <laughs> what is that? Is that eight fantasy points? Yeah, it's something eight, like that. Eight fantasy points. He would have had another 20-point week had that four-interception game not happened. So Cam Newton, to me, you know, I showed you the stats where he's off and on from year to year. Last season, he was still good, and he just busted at the end of the year, and he had shoulder injuries. What makes you believe that Cam Newton is not going to do that this year? Like that, That's kind of what I'm The only to. thing is like his shoulder is just like toasted. That would be that's literally the only thing. Because yeah, if, if his shoulder is okay, which right now reports are that he, it, it is, is okay, yeah. then Cam Newton should be drafted higher than where, where he's going right now, I think. And according to Fantasy Pros... Mr. Cam Newton has the twelfth easiest schedule for quarterbacks. Okay, I, I I'm not always crazy about schedules unless it's like hard one way or the other. But yeah, that is a, another positive sign that he is top twelve. But his his ECR rank right now, just overall, is eighty one. Okay. Um, his best overall rank is fifty seven. His worst overall rank is one forty two, and the ADP has him going eighty nine. He's, so so fancy calculator has him going 100th. Yeah. So and that is yeah. You're shaking your head. It's a guy I want on my team is what I want. <laughs> Morgan for 5 months. Streaming quarterbacks is the way to go. Morgan on draft day. Cam and, Newton uh, is my quarterback <laughs> of the future. <laughs> I took Cam Newton in the 3rd round. I don't regret it. I don't. I think he'd probably regret that though. You want to move on to the next guy? Yeah. I ranted for Cam Newton for about 10 minutes and you didn't even say anything. I just let you have your fun, man. Enough said. Carson Wentz was my guy. I'll let you start this guy, Jared Goff. Okay. People be sleeping. Sleeping. (laughs) People be forgetting. So, Jared Goff. Oh, God, I love Jared Goff. Wow, that was... There's so many quarterbacks late in the draft that people are just freaking forgetting about, and I well, it's perfect. It's a like, it's a perfect situation right now for people like me, people like you, Can't people like it. me. Because like, let's look at the quarterbacks 
right now. In the seventh round, as as constituted today, according to the fantasy calculator, you know what quarterbacks are going in the seventh round? Give me the Drew Brees the and Kyler Murray. Drew Brees and Kyler Murray. Okay, yeah. Who's going in the eighth round? Jared Goff. Russell Wilson. Oh, I like Russell Wilson. Jared Goff's going in round number 10. Late round 10. 11th round. Would you take Jared Goff over those guys? Yeah. Me too. I would. Absolutely. You know, there was a time halfway through the season. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but this is just going off memory. Where he was the number two quarterback in fantasy right behind Patrick Mahomes. Remember the Monday night football game? Yeah. Was it Monday night football, I think it was? Oh, yeah. When those two guys went head to head. Week 12. At the time. Do you want to know what they were week 11? Yes. Sure. Patrick Mahomes won. Jared Goff, too. Oh. Is that so? Through 11 weeks. 12 weeks, Jared Goff was five. In the last few games of the season, the Rams' whole offense imploded. It didn't. It kind of imploded. The people at the time thought they were just like resting guys and weren't really trying and like getting ready for the playoffs. They were resting guys, and not really trying. They were, but the they didn't exactly explode in the playoffs. Their offense, yeah. like people thought they would. But through those first like twelve or so games, Jared Goff was the number two quarterback in fantasy, and he right behind Mahomes. And even if he wasn't number two, he was number three. He was right there with all those guys. He had a Kind of struggled at the end of the year, but again, the whole offense did, and now people all of a sudden don't think he's a top 10 fantasy quarterback. Can I give you a little grain of salt Sure. with Goff? So the only thing that concerns me is the fact that uh, he's... Jared Goff is only good when he's uh, sitting at home. And what doesn't make so, which doesn't make any sense for me, uh, more specifically because their home field is, home field is like... Right. The other team's fans. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but he had 17 week one, 17 week two, 26 week three, 39 week four, 16 week five, eight week six, uh, 16 week seven, and then 24 in week eight, 27 in week nine, 21 in week 10, 35 in week 11, and then it was eight negative point three. 10.7, negative point three, yeah, and 24. I Carson Wentz had a negative point game this year too. I think it was negative three points. But – like you look at the course of those games, and there was about, I would say nine busts, and there, like his bust percentage, it was really high. And yeah, for me, when I look at a guy like Jared Goff, I love Jared Goff. I want to draft Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff has that ability to do what he did over the first eleven weeks of the season. But there's also that a, re- a reality that he's not going to give you huge games every week. So. He's if that of, stays consistent, right? Here's yeah, what I'll say. Right. First of all, we don't know if that'll that could change. He could take cuz he is a young quarterback. Right. So he could take that next step of playing well on the road. Like Russell Wilson has kind of done that in his career. You've seen other guys do that. Mm-hmm. But let's say he doesn't. He's going in the 10th, 11th round. Mm-hmm. So you can easily take Jared Goff and then do your research after the draft or even during the draft. Like you could do your research during the draft and take a guy who has the opposite schedule of Jared Goff and has kind of the advantages and then you just yeah, play with two yeah. quarterbacks. And just play with the or two quarterbacks. You could stream have like a streaming option for when Jared Goff is on the road. Yeah. So there are ways was, to counter that. You know how many fantasy points he had on average on the road? How many? It was like twenty six. Wait, he's gone on the road and bad at home? I mean, um, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. All right. I'm sorry, I, was, I meant home. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to say 26. Home. At right. home, he's like 12. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Ex- exactly. He's though. not a quarterback. Like, people are forgetting how good he was last year through 11 weeks, but he's also not a quarterback that is going to, like, win you every single week and start every week no. like Mahomes is. It's just not going to happen. So, I think that you, you do have to kind of have that backup plan if you got Goff. But I think that's why people are kind of fading him a little bit and not drafting him as high as they really should be, um, simply because of the fact that he just isn't isn't consistent enough to produce at a high level. See, I I don't know about that though. He you're right you're right about the consistency, problem, but I don't think he's like to say he's not consistent enough to pers- like his total fantasy points are still going to be higher than I think yeah. a lot of people are. Here's saying right here's now. his problem though. And and I think that there is a 
Like, it's not just that he sucks on the road. There's a reason why he sucks on the road. It's because he literally needs the play call and the the situation described to him in his helmet by Sean McVay in order to succeed. Right. So if he's on the road, like the reason why he dropped a turd in his pants in the Super Bowl is because 9 million Patriots fans showed up to that freaking game and he couldn't hear. He couldn't hear what was going on in his headset. So, and the Patriots, I'm, I don't want to talk about the Super Bowl, the Patriots would get up to the line of scrimmage they would wait until the cutoffs that the set cutoff time where he can't talk to Goff anymore, and they would change their setup. They would change their their formation, and Goff was like, "Uh, yeah, Dad, I can't hear you. I know. Tell I, me what's <laughs> going on. Like he can't make his own decisions, and right. that's the problem with Goff on the road. If he can't make his own decisions, but, and I think people just gave Bill Belichick just gave the entire freaking league a cookie cutter way of destroying Jared Goff. At home, he's fine." On the road, he's gonna bust. It's it's just that's how he's gonna be the rest of his life. <laughs> Are you see? I don't I don't think so. I, I don't know so. about that. I think so. Unless he learns how to read defenses by himself, no. Are you saying that's impossible for a quarterback I, I, who's drafted first overall and has I think a lot I, of upside? I really do. I think if, if the fact that see, I don't. He didn't succeed until McVay I, got we there. We won't. We don't have to talk about this too much because it doesn't really affect. But <laughs> I'd rather talk his, about this in the next two quarterbacks. So. <laughs> Dude, don't diss. All right. Um, but even like, even if you're right, which I don't think you are, by the way. I just want to make that clear that I don't think you're right. But even if you are, just, drafting him in the 11th round still oh, should no, be it's a problem. problem. Yeah, it should, like, it should not be a problem at all. Because, again, there's ways to counter that. So, But I honestly, I don't know if it's, I don't think it's going to be this year necessarily, but I do think in the future, Jared Goff will be much better on the road than he is now. I'm not saying he'll ever be great on the road, but... There, there's been plenty of young quarterbacks that have struggled on the road because maybe not for that reason in particular, but loud noises mm. and stuff like that and have yeah. over time learned mm-hmm. how to counter it. So Let's move on to our next guy, um, Derek Carr. Yeah, baby. This was your guy. This is Baby. <laughs> what it do, baby? What it do, baby? Derek Carr. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this one. Right. This is a this is a Rick original, so convince me. This is a, a Rickster, <laughs> a Rickster pickster right here. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna look up some numbers to see if you can. I can prove your Derek point Carr. At all. Meanwhile, you're probably thinking, why is Derek Carr on this list? <laughs> I my butt, my butt across from me is thinking that right now. Why did Why did Ricky put Derek Carr on this list? I'll tell you why right now. He's going undrafted in a lot of leagues, right? Some and if he is Fair. getting drafted, it's the very last round. Okay. Guys that are getting drafted are like Sam Darnold, Matt Stafford, some of these guys that like you're shaking your head right now, you're saying probably not gonna draft those guys. What right? is it? Say it again. Sam Darnold. I uh, just looked at his numbers the last two years. Oh, is that why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you say those two guys again? Um, I was just saying like Matt Stafford. Sam Darnold, some of those guys. I would take Sam Darnold over Derek Carr. You would? Not uh, Matt Stafford, though. I want to quickly... Can you pull up the um, Fantasy Pros quarterback rankings for me? Half PPR. You got it. So, okay, I would take Derek Carr over both those guys. I mean, uh, Sam Darnold I actually really do like, but mm-hmm. still, Sam Darnold's getting... Or <laughs> Derek Carr's getting slept on. In the past... I convinced you that Sam Darnold was better. Yeah. Well, I, I do. I just have a chubby in my shorts for Sam Darnold. All right. What did you want to know about Derek Carr? Where is he ranked on quarterbacks? 25th. 25th. I wonder where I have him ranked. Who, can you name the top? Just out of curiosity, who's five guys ahead of him? 20, 24 to 20. Matt Stafford. Okay. Sam Darnold. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Tom Brady. Okay. And then Joshua Allen. Okay. I have him ranked 23rd. Hey, there you go. Derek Carr is slightly higher on your list. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger is so, one spot ahead of him. I, I think... I'm not saying Derek Carr... So, let me preference this. I'm not going to say Derek Carr should be yeah. a top 10 quarterback. I'm not saying he should be your starter or anything like that. But him being 25, I think, is very low. Yep. They acquired Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. They've done a lot of things to that offense. 
a few years ago, Derek Carr was having the year of his life and was having an MVP season. He then had, I think he got hurt. The whole team changed. They got rid of their coach. You know, that was a John Gruden. They kind of transitioned after that. Everything fell apart. I'm not saying, again, Derek Carr, you see your eyes are popping. What are you looking at right now? Um, yeah, no, his highest ranked season was number 10. And that year was what, 2016? Yes. So 2016, Derek Carr, you said My he, God, he's been in the league this long. Yeah, and he's not. In 2016, Although, he finished with 268 fantasy points. Um, and he finished number 10. So Derek Carr, I mean, he has been in the league for a while, but like, like his first two years in the league don't even really count because uh, he was on such a bad team. Mm-hmm. Like his team was absolutely, like that, the first year, absolutely awful. Second year, he was a Pro Bowl quarterback. Third year, and that's the year 2016, he played 15 games. Right. So he didn't play a full season. You said he finished 10th. He was an MVP candidate that year. Had a legitimate season. Next two years have kind of been disasters for the Raiders as a team, too. This yeah. is, can you make the argument, this is offensively at least, this is the best Raiders team that's been around Derek Carr maybe in his career? Yeah, yeah, I could say that. Most talented at least. So if you believe at all in John Gruden and you have the slightest <sighs> bit of faith in Derek Carr, which I do because I like him when they drafted him, then you have to say he's going to be a top 20 quarterback this year in fantasy. Valent effort. Well done. I think I don't want to get too hot, so I'm not gonna. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. just leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> um, I I I don't disagree with you. Uh, looking at the situation for for Derek Carr, which is I think it's what it's, it's kind of all yeah, about. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. Right. It's 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 an improved situation. You know, Josh Jacobs is your new running back. Right? Correct. Your offensive line is slightly improved. Correct. You have, Which was the worst in the league, You by have the way. Tyrell That's Williams, who was very good. Yep, people forget that, about Tyrell Williams. He's a very, very, very good receiver. Very talented receiver from uh, from the Chargers. Always third string because they had Mike Williams. Um, but you have a good wide receiver there. And then on the other side, you have possibly the most talented wide receiver in the NFL. Yep. Um, so you have a perfect situation if you're Derek Carr. In your eye makeup. If Derek Carr is not good this year, he's never going to be good. Yeah, yeah. If Derek Carr is never good this year, you know, never. If Derek Carr is not good this year, then he's never going to be good. Um, He has all of the. See, this is what I don't get. And I'm trying to figure out this in my own head, too, because usually you put crap around a guy. Not, you know, not crap. Uh, You put talent around a guy Mm -hmm. like this talent, and you would think, okay. This guy's going to be big. Last year, a lot of fantasy football experts were in on Patrick Mahomes. Um, and they were like, this guy's going to be good. This guy's going to be good. And they were dying on the Patrick Mahomes hill, like yourself, because <laughs> he had Kareem Hunt, because he had Travis Kelsey, because he had Terry Kill, um, Sammy, Sammy Watkins. Like they had the team was stacked. They, had a, a, they have a very, very good team and in an offense that's extremely good. I think for Derek Carr, he has all the offensive pieces around him. The question is, is John Gruden's offense going to get back to what it was in the early 2000s when he was a good head coach, or is it just outdated so much that he can't produce at that level? Right. I mean, he's more of a defensive-minded head coach, so I'm curious as to who their offensive coordinator is, but I think that's the one difference, too, is that a guy like Andy Reid, who is an offensive genius, I mean, John Gruden actually, I think, is known for his offense. Is he? Yeah. So I just, I think we have to see. Last year, Gruden blew it up. He did. He He traded a lot of guys. They sucked, and he took a lot of heat. Well, that's what I mean for having a bad team. But it was like he wanted his team. He signed a ten-year. Got his team. What do you think a ten-year con? I hate to defend John Gruden, but being realistic, what do you think a ten-year contract means? It means he's going to try to build his team. Yeah. So that's why he traded, and he ended up with two what is it two top 10 picks 
or yeah. something. Two so, top 12. I can't remember. But he ended up two three first-round picks. Three very good first-round picks. He used every single one of them, got some good players out of it. He improved his defense. He improved his offense. This is literally all on John Gruden at this point. If he does not produce, like if he does not coach this team to success, it's it's his fault. There's a very good chance, by the way, that that team could finish fourth in the AFC West. If you look at it, oh, Denver's yeah, yeah, yeah. Denver's still a very talented roster. I the think Chiefs, they'll finish ahead of Denver, but that the Chargers, yeah, they they're not getting past the Chargers or the Chiefs unless the Chargers implode. Regardless, Derek Carr has the pieces around him to be successful. It's surprising that he's not being drafted. Um, I think it's just because he's been so bad the last two years. He's been, but you said it yourself bad. last year they tanked. You can't put that on him. You can't put that on him, but he just wasn't a good quarterback in general. Like if you look at his numbers, it wasn't like he was accurate and just not trying. You know what I mean? He was bad. Well, I mean, you can't look at his numbers though because I'm talking. He, I'm not even talking about numbers. I'm not talking about yardage. I'm not talking about touchdowns. He wasn't. He I'm wasn't, talking about completion percentage. I'm yeah. talking about quarterback rating. I'm so, talking about the things that make you a good quarterback. Completion percentage. He had the worst offensive line in the league statistically. You know how many throwaways he had. You know how many times he was pressured up the middle and I'm pressured give you the numbers on decar i'm pretty sure we got if you metrics look up, what was it i said we got metrics oh yeah if you look up the numbers i'm pretty sure pro football focus had the raiders as the worst offensive line in football last year yeah no they do they do so definitely the definitely. offensive line was wretched last year so I think that does take a factor in his completion percentage. It does take a factor in, you know, his passer rating and things like that. You just shook your head. No, it's so bad. Oh, <laughs> um, his true completion percentage was seventy five percent, which is not awful. That was number three in the league. Holy mackerel! It was what? It was, oh, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa! Time out. Number Let's three. Take a step back. League. So number three. I in just the want league, to let huh? everyone know that uh, this is this is a journey with all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Take us on a ride because I'm finding stats right now that I didn't think I was going to find. His true completion percentage, which, by the way, according to uh, Player Profiler, this is uh, the completion percentage factoring out unpressured throwaways and drop passes. Right. So that's 75. So that proved my point way more than that's I what I went in here for. That's what I went in here for to go see. Am um, I convincing you right now that Derek Carr? Is- stop it. Uh-oh. No more. Uh-oh. Uh, he had a 62.5% com- uh, play-action completion percentage. Red zone completion percentage was 62%. And then his deep ball completion percentage, which should go up this year, was 44%, which was number fourth worst in the NFL. Right. Um, which, oh, actually, I'm sorry. Which was number four best in the NFL. What? Yeah. Sorry. Which will go up this year, you said? Yeah. Oh, dude, oh, come on. Shoot. Oh, come on. Derek Carr, sleeper quarterback, MVP. <laughs> No, he's like laughing. Uh, his pressured completion percentage was 33%, which ranked 23rd. So he was generally not a terrible, terrible quarterback. His his The, the efficiency problems that he had was the fact that uh, he had 3.8 air yards per attempt, which means that he was oh, throwing. Oh, he was hucking the ball up? No, that's short yardage. Oh, Every, he was everything, like Yeah, everything was dink and dunk. 3.8. I don't know if you heard me say 30. I think oh, you I thought think I said, said 38. Or eight yards, yeah, no. So he was averaging four, almost four yards per attempt through the air. This is like to get it to the oh. receiver. That's bad. That's what John Gruden that, wants. That to is do. like screens every. Yeah, or <laughs> honestly, um, his adjusted yards per attempt is six point six, which is very low for a quarterback. Too both rank twenty two among quarterbacks. So he's not elite, and he's not great. But well, I, I think he, with the talent. You can make you can make an argument. So, There's an argument here to be made. Yeah, Alex Smith wasn't elite either, but he fin- he was always like not always, but he finished like two straight years where he was a top five fantasy quarterback because yeah. he had a fantastic team around him. I'm not saying Derek Carr's gonna be top five by any means. Yeah. Someone's gonna clip that, but <laughs> right. I don't even think he'll be top ten. But this is crazy. He His accuracy rating from last year. He was so bad last year, and like these numbers amaze me. So the accuracy rating is uh, a rating that grades the accuracy of each throw on a scale of one to four. Someone's um, one got a lot of research for that stat. One, re- yeah, these people are ridiculous. One representing the least accurate, four representing the most okay. accurate. 
Um, quarterbacks with accuracy ratings above three are considered highly accurate, and those below two are considered highly inaccurate. He's a 3.1. <laughs> hey. Which is number three in the league last year. Oh, my. Oh, my. So he was actually one of the most accurate Hold quarterbacks. Hold on. I got to take he, something out the oven. He's... <laughs> He his wide receivers. Derek Carr will be a top fifteen. His wide receivers year. dropped twenty eight passes, which ranked number eight. Um, yeah, that's that's crazy. I think we did it. <laughs> he still threw four thousand yards. We just uh, made a convincing argument that Derek Carr uh, should be drafted. Somehow I helped with that. <laughs> You did. I did. You helped me out. Way- I I was losing that battle, and then you pulled up the stats, and I just <laughs> it was won. like, "You just won." You were like, "This is not." It's like go it's up. it's like those like cliches um, in wars when like the one side is getting beaten up, and then all of a sudden like their buddies come in, and all of a sudden like they roll through their enemy. That's what just happened. So he is a little bit riskier. Interceptable passes, uh, number twenty. He threw twenty seven interceptable passes. They weren't necessarily intercepted, but they're interceptable, which ranked number four among quarterbacks. 36 danger plays, which is uh, any play in which the quarterback lacked awareness or took an unnecessary risk that could have resulted in a turnover. He had 36 of those, which ranked number two. So decision-making wasn't very great there. He is accurate. He's accurate, but his decision-making wasn't there. Uh, There's this other metric, money throws. It's a pass requiring exceptional skill or athleticism. Uh, he He had 20 of those, uh, number 12. Oh, boy. I think his one problem, he threw 4,000 yards last year. I think his one problem was just passing touchdowns. Uh, he only had 19. So You think Antonio Brown I would can think Antonio Brown can do that. I just, my problem is the offense. The offense that is much improved? I'm talking, I'm not talking about talent. I'm talking oh, about scheme. the offense, the scheme. Like okay. 3.8 yards in attempt. Yeah, that's it. That's I'm sorry. All right, let's get to our next guy. We'll do this guy really quickly because he's a guy we didn't want to put on here anyway. <laughs> we just needed a fifth. We just needed a fifth guy. But I can make an argument for him too. Yeah, no. Uh, I actually like Kirk Cousins. So Kirk Cousins is an interesting little uh, player that he didn't really expect to like uh, when you were talking about him last week. But then I like after that day, I started to do a little more the research. Argument. made the argument again. Dude, flip is this? I started to do some research on Kirk Cousins, and I found out a, a couple of statistics that were now a lot of these guys were talking about here, like Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins. Reality is, they're probably not going to be good, but <laughs> they're like you could make a reasonable ploy to draft it. You say you have you know seven bench spots or eight bench yeah. spots. You can make deep, a reasonable deep leagues. deep leagues. You can make a reasonable like plot to draft Derek Carr on your team. Kirk Cousins, however, is a much better version of Derek Carr over the last couple years than um yeah yeah. (laughs) yes he's he's finished um, he's much better than Derek Carr but uh in 2017 he finished uh number six in in 2016 he finished number five in 2015 he finished number eight okay and let's just go to 2014 and see what happened just for kicks I didn't go back that far in preparation for the show um, he finished. Was he even the starter? I don't even think he was a starter. I'm pretty sure that was RG three. Yep. That was RG three. So, and then in 2018, last year, just to give you guys some perspective, uh, he was 13 in the new Minnesota offense. So he wasn't even that bad last year. Still finished top. And 15. so he's finished in each year of his career in the top 13. Yep. Three of the four years that you said he finished in the top eight. Right. And he's the 22nd quarterback off the board right now. That's ridiculous. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No. I think people um, are sleeping. People are, yeah, definitely. People be sleeping. People f- are forgetting about Kirk Cousins and how good he has been. I think my only concern with Kirk Cousins is that he was good in that Washington offense. Which doesn't make a lot of sense and because then, you can make the argument. I mean, not even make the ar- I mean, it's almost factual. It's John Gruden's son, and he's actually good with offenses. So That is true, but the Vikings, like, Offensive personnel is so much better. Oh yeah, I I, like, I don't disagree a lot with that. better. Like, I think Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, Kyle Rudolph—that's the problem. That is yeah. But Alvin you Cook. saw him drop when he joined Minnesota. So the question is, will that continue or will so, they improve? Right. I think Minnesota had a down year last year they in did. general as a team. But um, I think that Kirk Cousins—he has to this year take that leap into 
the top 10 again in order for me to consider him. Like if he finishes 12, 13, 14 next year, I can keep looking at those statistics from 2015, 2016, and 2017. Say it was Washington. And hope. But if he does the same thing again this year, I'm just going to say it's a Washington and call it a Washington. But even if he's like 12th or 13th, that's he shouldn't be undrafted. No, is he undrafted right now? I think he's 14th round. Good God. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What the heck, people? That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Kirk Cousins is worth a look in the 13th, 14th round. Um, I'm going to... Fancy Calculator has him going in a 12-team league the 13th round. So that's thir- like in the middle of the 13th round. So 10-team sure, league. Like 15th round. 14th round, bro. Wow. Fancy Calculator. Wow, they are not loving. There's so much talent on that team, and the fact that he's never finished below, what was it, 12th last year, 13th? Yeah. Like, come on. He was slightly inconsistent, but, I mean. Yeah. First, the now, first couple weeks of the season, i just give you the first four weeks. He faced San Francisco, Green Bay, Buffalo, and L.A. He scored 20, 32, 13, 30. That's, hey, you know what? I'm curious. I'm going to go look at Fantasy Pros and see you where You take Jared Goff? And you need someone to play opposite schedule. Maybe Kirk Cousins is that guy. Maybe uh, he was number six in the first four weeks of the season. So good. We have to we have to complete our show. But Kirk Cousins definitely a guy people are forgetting about. Yeah, he finished three seasons three time. seasons in a row in Washington as a top eight quarterback, and then last year he was a top fifteen quarterback. So if you're asking me why Kirk Cousins is not getting drafted, that's a really good question, and uh, I'll consult you next week. Um, Maybe it's just because. So, the argument of like, well, he's talented. He's there. Yeah. Like, I mean, it might, maybe it just took he's him not a year. super talented. He's no, more. He's actually really. <laughs> I'm sorry. I meant he's the, a, the he, people. The people around him are yes. super talented. Is what and I meant. Maybe to it say. just took him a year to learn the offense too. You can make that argument. Very, very, very reasonably. He's played in one game. offense his whole career. That that offensive line is really good. You didn't have um, Dalvin Cook for a lot of the season last year. Mm-hmm. You have two of the best. You have maybe the best wide receiver tandem in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and I it, that that team was really good when they had Alex Smith. Uh, that could be wrong. Case Keenum. Uh, Case Keenum. And uh, I think you know Kirk Cousins being K- what he was. In Kirk Washington, Cousins is better than Case Keenum. He, uh, too. Clearly. Um, and I think that if you if you are going to continue forgetting about Kirk Cousins, feel free, because this guy might even draft him as like my 16th player. <laughs> hey, there you go. So uh, a couple weeks ago, I was making fun of Kirk yeah, Cousins. Yeah, you, you roasted me when I I even roasted place. a guy on Twitter. I apologize if you listen to this podcast. I didn't mean to roast you that hard. Um, he called them elite quarterback, and I roasted okay, him. Okay, well, I there. mean, yeah, I might. That's a little much. But, but uh, 4,000 yards, you know, uh, over the last – Four seasons, he's had four thousand yards consecutively, That's, which is very good. <laughs> Stats so, don't lie, man. Um, very good quarterback, but that'll do it for our forgotten QBs episode. We have one more forgotten episode left, uh, and it's for tight ends. Should be a boring. That's everybody. Yes, <laughs> which is everybody. Yeah, um, forgotten tight ends. Um, so be sure to listen to that next Tuesday. You got any closing thoughts for our uh, forgotten? Dude, audience? we missed one. Everybody forgets Patrick Mahomes, man. He's so good. See you Tuesday. (laughs) Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.